These days, Chicago is an undeniable force in hip-hop music and culture. Oak Park native Rich Robbins is the latest talented artist to emerge from the area. I got a chance to speak with Rich about his current album, Red Butterfly, and the experiences that informed the project. You know the music because Vocalo plays it, but now you get to hear straight from the artist about his creative process and his project. This is my conversation with Rich Robbins. Hey everyone, you are listening to Vocalo Radio. I'm Jesse Menendez. My in-studio guest is Chicago's very own Mr. Rich Robbins. Right, How are right. you, sir? Good. It's the, it's the... Most outroverted introvert, Mr. Awkward Instagram. I could make an angel twerk. They should shut the highway down. Construction work on every verse. As I understand it, you got into spoken word right around sophomore year in high school. Mm-hmm. What is it about that year that made you decide that word, spoken word, would be how you chose to express yourself? I always gravitated towards writing. You know, um, just as, since I was a kid, I loved writing, but I never really knew that it was going to be something that, that could take me, you know, far in life. And so I went to Oak Park River Forest High School and uh, sophomore year, all the English classes do like a slam poetry uh, segment. And so everybody writes a, a poem and then they all compete against each other within the classroom. And then the class votes on what poem is going to kind of advance to compete against all the other winners. And so I wrote a poem about stereotypes at the time. I thought it was hot. It was like a rhyming poem. People were like feeling the punchlines and everything. Do you um, remember some of it? I don't remember any of it. And I'm glad I'm glad I don't anymore. <laughs> but um, no. So, you know, I, I made it to the final stage and I my class, uh, the sophomore class was about 850 people. Um, yeah. Oak Park is a, is a huge place so yeah I made it to the top 10 students um, didn't win or anything but that was like my first taste of like performing in front of a big crowd and uh, my mom had come and, and uh, she was like the only parent in the in the crowd like sitting way in the back and my mentor who was soon to be my mentor um, at the time he pulled me aside and was like you know you're, you're gonna join the spoken word club you know that right and I was like well I was playing lacrosse at the time like I was like doing some random stuff you know um, and so I was like well yeah like I'll see and you know long story short it, it carried me the rest of my life West Suburban done made me Them Philly boys done raised me Madison done changed me Now Shy City finna pay me I show good friends to the exit We don't talk much cause they sexist I ain't been to church since 15 But I still pray over breakfast Jesse Menendez in studio with Rich Robbins So we're talking about your development As somebody who uses words to express yourself So even before you got into the spoken word and sophomore What did you know about poetry? What did you think about poetry? Did you even feel based on what you had read before That it was for you? Nah, you know, poetry, I the slam poetry world and like the written poetry world are are very different. You know, they they definitely share similarities, but they're they're also very different. And so, um, you know, I wasn't that familiar with poetry prior to joining the spoken word club. I was very into music though, um, but not like making it. You know, I just I knew what music made me feel like. Uh, my dad would always play Lauryn Hill, Stevie Wonder, Earth, Wind and Fire when I was a kid, and I just knew like that type of like melodic like instrumentation and, and everything in the in the in the voices and the vocals that i knew that that hit me in a really special place you know and so once i realized that i had a talent for writing poetry later on down the line i was like i can just combine these two things you know that like the way that music makes me feel along with just words that are are crafted in a in a, a specific way windows tinted tunnel vision we at war of your feelings they ain't seen this since jesus risen kill my demons mental prison i feel gifted i feel vintage no more killing build a village catch me dancing on my grave 
one of the things that's interesting about you, and it's only interesting because people politicize it for you, right? You are who you are. And I think the thing about being other in this country is regardless of how you feel mm-hmm. and how you see the world, somebody will always remind you that <laughs> you are other. Right. So I want to ask you about how you identify because you are half black, you are half Mexican. Right. You're what we uh, fondly refer to as a black skin. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How do you feel that informs your music, if at all? And what do you mm. make of folks always trying to pin you down and ask you what you are? Mm. Great question. Um, I look like I'm just like light skinned black, you know, so like people have always known that I'm mixed with something besides black. Nobody can guess what the other half is. You know, people thought I was like Indian. People thought I was like uh, um, Middle Eastern. People thought like they, people would just come up with like the craziest combinations. And so like that was a little tough growing up just because like as a kid trying to like pinpoint my identity, like my, the Mexican side of my family is very light skinned, you know, even for, for to be Mexican, like they're, they're very fair skinned. And so, um, you know, kids all the time would be like, you know, how is that your mom or how is that your grandma? Like that's that doesn't make any sense. You know, like and some kids would be blatant with it. Like, that's not your grandma. And I'm like, yeah, but like this is this is my family. You're you like, know? what? Yeah. Do you know something I don't? And so for me, like as a kid, I, I actually always thought that my mom's side of the family and my dad's side were all related. I thought everybody was just in one in one group, you know. And so like that's that's that was my perspective growing up was like it didn't it literally did not matter what color skin you had. Like you were just family. You know, I, I just went on vacation with my family and I have like half white, half Mexican cousins. I have all like other half black, half Mexican cousins. Like it's, it's all a melting pot and I look around the table and I'm like this is the most colorful family I've ever seen in my life and I'm lucky to be a part of it um, and so like that that inspires the music it just like race right now is a is a is a trending topic in in America right I'd like to participate in that conversation and I make art that is inspired by that conversation but I also know that there is like there's a greater thing above that as well you know so at the end of the day race is a construct and and these are these are things that we have bought into and they play an important role but I think that there's like there's a bigger there's a bigger goal up there you know a bigger thing that can unify us even even beyond that love it love it when she come around town when she come around town when she come around love it when she love it party on the Wednesday girl don't what your friends say baby be my baby you can have it your way love yourself on Monday treat yourself on Friday it don't matter what day you can have it your way let's move into red butterfly yeah what was the mindset going into this album what were the thoughts that you thought needed to go on record for folks to hear because if yeah. you think about it this is a lot of people's introduction to rich robbins yeah hell yeah so the concept of the album was really uh an encouragement to listeners to break out of whatever cocoon they find themselves in you know i think that my target audience is like 18 to like 30 right and so i think that in that in that kind of like time frame we're going through a lot of like these like crises of like who are we going to be what are we doing with our lives um and i think that we oftentimes like box ourselves in or we find ourselves like creeping into these boxes and not being able to break out of them and while i was making the album i was like you know musically and lyrically i feel like i'm breaking out of just a shell myself um so just the metaphor of like a cocoon and a butterfly, butterfly. um but it's this it's twofold right so um I lost my aunt when I was 14 and she was like a mother figure to me and I used to call her my favorite person in the world right and so um, when she passed it was a huge hit on my family and um, 
she was always the type of person that shows she was a teacher and she started a charter school in Chicago called Namaste. So she was always really about like leaving the world a better place than, than what you found it. And um, her favorite animals uh, were butterflies and her favorite color was red. And so I have a red butterfly tattoo on me um, in honor of her. And so that that really inspired it, too. You know, it was like make a make a body of work that makes the world a better place. What's it like having your music played, having folks appreciate your music, getting to talk about it? But also the bittersweet notion, knowing that your favorite person in the world isn't here to see you make these strides. Well, it's ironic, right? Like this, it's like the biggest irony is like, if I hadn't lost that person, I would not be where I am today. But that person's message has carried to like thousands of listeners, you know? So um, it blows my mind every day. It's like a grateful thing, but it's, it's like a blessing and a curse type of thing, you know? And you just, you never really know what the grand scheme of things are, or, you know, why things are happening uh, when they're happening. But I'm starting to understand as I'm like creeping into adulthood, like the energy is real and the universe's plan is real. So yeah, having other people listen to it is definitely, it's a crazy feeling because a lot of the songs like I remember writing and I wrote I write them in in you know I might write them at like two in the morning like wake up and and be like oh I, I gotta write this song and then it's played on Vocalo by you guys you know like a year later so it's a crazy feeling running on E in your red car I know you almost broke down in your red car all the trips to Chicago in your red car all the lyrics that I wrote in your red car When we met, you were nothing but a red car All the cuts made your body like a red car I'm waiting in the rain for your red car I can hear the broken bass from your red car You gon' pull up with a skirt in your red car You gon' tell me these lies in your red car And I'ma hurt your heart in that red car and Let's I get into Red Car. This is a song that we play a lot. Yes, thank this you. is a song that a lot of folks call up and ask us, What's that song you've been yeah. playing? <laughs> Red Car, is this a song, in your opinion, that has a message, if you will? Yeah, this one came out of a relationship that didn't work, as <laughs> you could tell in the lyrics. I wrote the lyrics to Red Car to a completely different instrumental. I actually wrote it to, like, four different instrumentals, and I like I couldn't pinpoint what type of vibe. Like, I knew, I knew the lyrics, and I knew what I wanted the song to sound like, but I could not set on an instrumental. And I actually hit up a, a homie, Chris Labella, from Madison. He's a really dope artist in Madison. And I was like, I know you're the one that's gonna make this beat um and so we sat down together in the studio and he like I told him like I want like a really retro feel like I want the snares to be like a like a crash instead of just like a like a hit you know and I wanted it to be like just a vibe you know um, I wanted to feel like like windows down lakeshore drive that's what I wanted the whole album to feel like but that song specifically I was like I want people to be able to just cruise to this ish. and so we made the beat on the spot and then recorded the lyrics which had been written like two weeks prior and then I knew I was like okay this is what this song is supposed to feel like I think I need a new heart not a red car I think I need me a tank not a red car so I could blow up every goddamn red car till it ain't no goddamn red car Now we have a point of reference for what Rich Robin sounds like Yeah is this who you are going forward would you say that you found your quote unquote sound your style Yes and no. I mean, I've always wanted to be uh, a very versatile artist. So now I feel like we've broken out of the cocoon. Like now I can do whatever the hell I want to do based off of Red Butterfly. Like Red Butterfly is the foundation of being able to be experimental and being uh, something that is like can just fly in the ether, you know, and like, go wherever it wants to. The storytelling is like more matured and the uh, the instrumentation is being more matured. I'm, I'm working on singing more. So yeah, there's like a certain sound to it, but I think like I always want my message 
message as an artist, like my artistic statements to remain the same, but I want the music to be able to be as versatile as possible. Rich Robbins, continued success, my man. Thank yeah. you very much for making time. Thank you. Yeah. So if I gotta